0: Well, I guess we could do the welcome back on a, on a, uh, uh, what do you call this? A uh, good old fashioned podcast. So uh, tonight's opening night for 12 teams in the NHL and having just watched the action. You know, I, I can understand reactionary fans. I, I remember, uh, before the channel blew up how reactionary I could be, but not that much. The, the only problem is that when you see a team get off to a start that is not what was envisioned, that can be problematic. So tonight, you know, Vancouver has a 3 nothing lead. And up until then, I thought, you know, they're playing a really smart road game. They're controlling Edmonton. They're not, they're not giving them a lot. And then Edmonton started getting some fast breaks and rushes. And I was like, okay, that's, that's less encouraging. That looks like that could be a problem. And then, sure enough, uh, that just continues over and over. And before you know it, the Canucks are down and they lose the game. It's one game out of 82. They only play Edmonton three times this year. So it's not a huge deal. But losing a three-goal lead on the road is not acceptable. Uh, we also saw tonight a 4-2 to lead blown by Seattle. Um, I mean, Colorado had no problem because it's Chicago, Toronto had a 2-1 to lead against Montreal as I look at my boards. Columbus scored first and then allowed four straight against Carolina. Now... What affected that game? It felt like the wind came out of the sails for Columbus as soon as Linea got hurt, which is something that I stated before the season. I hope wouldn't happen. I'm pretty sure Linea was the player for Columbus I picked that you know needs to stay healthy this year. And then in the case of the Boston game, they had a three nothing lead. It became three to two, but they managed to score again to maintain that lead. Uh, I, I've been doing some listening lately too, to NHL radio on SiriusXM. XM. Uh, I, I listened to that and all I keep thinking to myself is, you know, I could do that. I could, I could BS for an hour on the radio. I could do that. I could do a radio show. Um, there are times where I'll hear them talking about teams and players and I might talk to the radio a little bit and my wife has to remind me they can't actually hear me when I'm like, no, 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 that's not what happened or no, 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 no. He had a bad season because, and I mean, I, I, I do enjoy the debate of sport. I really do. The biggest problem is in this day and age having a civil debate is just so difficult. I'm going to tell a little bit of a story here and this can be a bit of a tangent. I'm going to apologize, but it's a podcast so I think it's allowed. I used to talk politics at my school in middle school. Um some of us were liberals, some of us were conservatives, and here's the funny thing. Um I used to completely understand points on both sides of it. I was like, "Okay, the liberals are right about this." The, the Conservatives are, I remember I'm Canadian, so it's Liberal Conservative, but it's the same as like Democrat, Republican. And even with that, I would watch debates between presidential candidates, and I would say he made a good point there. Well, his rebuttal was a pretty good point as well. And it was civil. You know, it was civil, and they would shake hands before, they'd shake hands after, and it was civil the whole way through. And we could have this civil discussion, and it it didn't resort to name-calling, and it didn't become this big deal, and... I know people will want to blame that on one certain politician, but no, this was there before that. This is something that's been going on for a little while now. So it, it I, I get frustrated sometimes that those debates are gone now. That it just becomes um this is what I think and if you don't think this way you're stupid. So like you have to be a hundred percent one side or the other and I'm never a hundred percent one side or the other. Which I mean, honestly, when it comes to watching hockey games, I'm kind of in that position as well. Clearly, I cheer for Boston, Dallas, Vancouver. I'm disappointed when they lose. Um, I, I mean, but I'll put it this way. Boston winning, I didn't really even react to Vancouver losing this game. Ah, just, it, it bothered me, right? It it bothered me. It's one of those things that I'm like, oh, they can't afford another slow start. Like, if the Canucks go, say, 4-5-1 and one to start the season... I I think I'd be updating my my projections and saying, you know, maybe maybe this doesn't work. And if it's not going to work under Bruce Boudreaux, I'm not sure where the Canucks go from here. Because Boudreaux's a really good coach with a lot of experience, very large resume. And I understand that he loses Game 7s in playoffs. The Canucks would love a Game 7 in the playoffs. They haven't had one of those in, well, a couple of years, but still... They would love a game seven right now we just want we we'd like to have some kind of a playoff environment in vancouver we got close in in 2022 but not close enough i hate how this floor creaks and i've tried moving my set around to find a place where it doesn't creak and good luck i think when they put in the it's not real hardwood but i think when they put this in i think they skipped a step i think there's supposed to be a layer between they they would, and I think there's concrete underneath it, and so it just creaks because there's there's not much in between. Ah, that'd be an expensive repair if I was going to repair it, but the creak is is somewhat frustrating. Uh, the other frustrating thing is tonight's review totally got away from me. It ends up being 33 minutes for six games. I'm I'm even watching. <laughs> Truth is, I'm I'm watching the clock as I'm as I'm talking. And I'm like, why won't I just shut up and move on to the next game already, man? And it's not like I took more notes than I normally do. So I, I, I guess it's early season excitement where I want to talk about well, this new guy and that new guy and this rookie and that. It's got to be what it is, right? So yeah, um, I, I'm also doing this cause, uh, Yvonne's at a rock concert. I didn't go to it cause it's Everclear. Yeah, Everclear was her band back in the nineties. Um, I was never really an Everclear fan. There are concerts I would want to go to that she wouldn't either. Like, for instance, if Pearl Jam came, there's no way I could talk her to going to a Pearl Jam concert. So I'd have to go with with my friend Kimber. Um, I'd be buying the tickets because, you know, I'm a nice guy that way. And I, I think Pearl Jam would be a fun show. But she can't stand Pearl Jam. So that's a problem. Hey, look, my, my video went live. So my video goes live. I click on it. Then I click on it here. Welcome back. So... That proves that the audio works. So as soon as the audio works, I go, cool. Now I check the audio before I upload as well. So that's that's key, right? Is to make sure that your your audio is good and everything. But this review, it just all got away from me. Here, let me just put the phone to the side right there. i use peck and hunt but i'm very fast at it i i I tried learning how to how to type properly and just ah forget it which is very reminiscent of i remember when i started uh doing videos and i was like i should i should learn the editing part and i downloaded the obs software and all of that fun stuff and oh look here's the comments where's the sound shannon you're muted uh, there's no sound. Uh, so early the video doesn't load. Canucks, sad. Love the commitment to the crazy number of videos you make. Which is just, that's just how that works. And people complaining about the heart. I did a video today on award winners uh, predictions. And I, I didn't touch Calder. Because there's way too many. Uh, the Calder and the Norris are two trophies that if you, if you're perceived as being biased against a team, good luck. So, like, for the Calder, you have to kind of include anybody who qualifies as a rookie. And I've, I've had that problem where people will say, well, what about this rookie? And I'll say, yeah, he's, he's not going to be in the Calder race. What do you mean he's not? He's a good rookie. I didn't say he wasn't a good rookie. I said he's not going to be in the Calder race. It's, to me, it'd be the same as saying, well, why can't, uh, Curtis Lazar won the heart. He's a good player, but he's not a heart trophy. Well, why not? To me, it's just as ridiculous. Um, you're gonna have guys who are favorites for the Calder, and you're gonna have players that just aren't. Right? You're gonna have players that are nowhere near the Calder. So I'll try to do a Calder video tomorrow, but I, I do expect, I do expect people to be probably complaining that I, I don't have their favorite player on the board, and how dare you, and, You know, you've got this player that's 26. I do see the complaints, and I know that happened with Bunting this past year, right? Well, he shouldn't be eligible. Why not? It's his first year in the NHL, first full season. Why not? Well, he played last year for Arizona. He didn't play enough games not to qualify as a rookie. Like, it's it's so weird to me, and people will get all worked up about it, because the weird thing to me is that the guy who wins the Calder is not necessarily the best player in that rookie class. He just had the best season. Of the players in that rookie class and since they're rookies some of them are gonna get a lot better there are some Hall of Famers who had terrible rookie seasons so the Calder Trophy as much as people really obsess on it I think it is one of those trophies it's not a throwaway I know I've been meaning to do a video on how the Calder isn't all that and a bag of chips maybe you know Yvonne's gonna be out late with the concert Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll work on a list tonight for that because there have been players who've won the Calder that went on to good careers, but not fantastic careers, right? Where you're like, oh, it's, the guy should have been, you know, on the Hall of Fame. No, he, you know, he won the Calder and, and then his career didn't go very far after that. That does happen. And there are players who are nowhere near the Calder that have great careers, but yeah, fans get really upset about that. Well, this rookie's in, I can't believe how, how biased THG is against my team because I had to laugh too. There was one commenter today who out of nowhere said, you have nothing nice to say about the Capitals ever. How dare you? And this person has made those comments a lot over the last, I want to say three years. <laughs> so the whole, oh, he just blocks everybody's agrees with him. No, not really. Um, but since these posts are normally filled with just a ridiculous amount of curse words, I they get automatically held and I'm like, I'm not lo- not posting that. That's not, no. Because then I have to, post everything and no Uh, but what's funny is that when when the uh, Florida Panthers knocked out Washington I noticed the same person posted in all caps F the caps so um, seeing that and it was funny because I thought I haven't seen them on the channel in a while and I was right that was the last comment they made before today where they said you have nothing nice to say about the caps I never said F the caps after Florida knocked them out so I, I don't know that I'm the problem here. I'm not sure that I am. I'm not completely convinced that I am. But again, when I when I do the reviews, I have to stay as neutral as possible and be aware that when it's a longer review, it, the sound doesn't work on the YouTube app on the phone. It has nothing to do with me personally. It has nothing to do with what I've done because people are like, you have to fix this. I, I can't. It's processing, and I've said this, I said this in a video, I'll I'll say this here too. I think what happens is that in the processing uh, state, that it is checking all the audio, my guess is it's checking all the audio, looking for copyrighted music and whatnot, so it mutes mutes it, and it doesn't stay in that state for very long, and it only seems to mute it for people who are watching it on their phone. But it's I, I'm I don't even answer those ones anymore. They're like there's no sound. I'm I'm not answering you. The problem is that then people will downvote the video because it loaded up without sound. They will downvote the video. Um and it it used to happen a lot where I would look at my videos, most of my videos is like 99.7, 99.8%, 99.5% upvotes. And you know, bless those trolls or the troll that continually will have four or five downvotes on every video. It's fine. It's whatever. But when, what was happening was, initially when those videos would go up and it would be stuck with the no sound for a while, I would notice that like the up, upvotes were like 80, 83%. So people would downvote the video. They might watch it again later, but they wouldn't remember to change that downvote to an upvote. Um, so. That can be somewhat frustrating because I think that does affect the algorithm. I don't know what affects the algorithm, though. To be honest, um, I, I know my my YouTube rep. Uh, she's been trying to contact me for like a phone call. She wants to do a phone call, and I look at that and I go, "For what?" Like I've done phone calls with YouTube reps before, but my channel is different. If my numbers are down, it's because nothing's happening in the hockey world. Uh I I knew that that the relationship was baffling three years ago. Uh, Three years ago, when Don Cherry got fired, that video that I did on Don Cherry getting fired by Sportsnet went through the roof. It got well over 100,000 views. And because I stayed down the middle on it, because I didn't say, oh, he's a horrible, terrible person, and because I didn't say, he's a great guy and it's terrible, he got fired, I got attacked by both sides. And when I saw that, I went, okay, so that video is done properly. Because both sides are ticked off at me. Those that think he's this horrible, terrible old man, and people who think he's the greatest person on planet Earth and should be Prime Minister of Canada. They were both mad at me. So I thought, all right, I did well enough. But my YouTube rep saw that that video did really, really well. And he said, if you could do more videos like this, um, you'd, you'd probably see your numbers go up. So after the call, I said to Yvonne, I said, so all we need to do is see Don Jerry get fired on a regular basis. And the channel's going to be, like, absolutely in the black. It's going to be great <laughs> like what am I? So like, when they give me advice on, well, you could do this. You, like, I already do live streams. Live streams are a good way to generate revenue. I'm well aware of mid-roll ads and how to use them. The one thing is, I don't let YouTube place them themselves because they put way too many in and it makes it look like I'm a greedy SOB who just wants ad revenues. Um, oh, something else I want to throw in while I'm, I'm meandering here. Um, I am very anti-gambling, but my anti-gambling stance was never meant as any kind of a slight towards the Steve Dangle podcast network, which I understand uses it. And I've, I've talked about this too. And I said, you know, they, they, they have that. They use the, um, everything at their disposal and sponsorships from, uh, gambling sites are high. Like they, it's, it's more money from the gambling sites than what you're going to get from almost anything else. And with what they're trying to build, I totally understand that they need that revenue. When I did the video I did on, uh, my own gambling app which was just a joke. It was geared to the fact that when you watch a hockey game now, there are endless ads for DraftKings for bet 99 or 990 650, whatever. Um and the sports bet, score bet, the sports net bet, like and then they have betting segments in between periods. Like it is absolutely saturated the market. And I I can't imagine I can't imagine uh, people struggling with, with the, any other kind of addiction where every two minutes you're gonna have a reminder. And, and it's not the same as like a beer commercial because they're, they're offering you the gambling. They're offering you the betting. They're telling you to go download the app. So it would be like if, if it was a beer commercial and if you watched enough of them, oh, a nice young lady would show up at your door with a six pack. And for an alcoholic who's recovering, that could be a problem. So I, I really, for me, I have twice had my family annihilated in part because of gambling. In part because of what those gambling debts can do. Um, and it was not me that had a gambling problem because my father had a gambling problem. And so I will not endorse a gambling site. I will never, ever tell subscribers, oh, this is, this is the over, this is the under. I don't care. I don't pay any attention to over and under. I don't pay attention to any of it. Um, I was also contacted today. This was kind of funny. I haven't answered it yet because I'm like, "What do you? What do you want me to do?" I was I was reached out to by of all uh, all people, EA Sports, uh, that they're doing a big release with NHL 23 on the 14th, which is what Friday, and they're like, "We want you to be part of it." And I'm thinking to myself, "For what?" I haven't turned on my PlayStation in months. I have not played a video game, and I didn't play NHL 22. And I don't have NHL 23, so I'm not sure (laughs) what, what the point would be of me being a part of it at all. I just don't. You should have asked me when I was playing NHL 2004 for years because they didn't release anything on the PC after that one came out. So I was stuck with NHL 2004 on the PC for a while until I finally knuckled under and got myself a PS2, and I got uh, NHL for the PS2, and then, of course, PS3 when that came out. And, yeah. Um, and then it just, it, it devolved, so it's always the same game. And I, I don't like the way they change the, the physics. Like, I, I'm a simple guy when I play video games. I like the simple controls. I think when they add a bunch of extra buttons and a lot of extra stuff, and I'm thinking, but doesn't it just do the same thing? Like, it's still, I need to score more goals near the team, right? Well, yeah, but we added all these celebrations. I don't care. I'm an old man. Couldn't care less about celebrations. I couldn't care less about a new animation for Skating Stride. I could not possibly care less about adding the Zegers assist to the game. I could not possibly care less about Hut. I could not possibly care less about any online gaming at all. I like the offline gaming. I like the stuff that doesn't make them a bunch of money on microtransactions. So, in other words, I'm into the stuff that they really ignore for the most part. And and I'll, I've I've had people tell me, oh, you need to play this one because they fixed it. And so I, I've tried in with previous NHL games since the channel blew up. And I'm like, oh well, people say they fixed the GM stuff. And then I go into play it. And I'm like, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. Why are the bathrooms always broken? This is the same, like, the fact that the bathrooms are always broken in all of the games tell me it's the same game. There's just a new shell over top, and the bathrooms are still broken. And then I run out of money, and my whole building falls apart. I put together a good team. They can't win on the ice when I'm simulating games, because, of course, they can't. It, it is it is so frustrating, you know? Like, I've had, I've had NHL GM modes... Where I put together a bad team on purpose, and then they win a bunch of games, and they get into the playoffs. I'm like, how in the hell did this team get in the playoffs? The goalies that I got are from a European league. That guy's a 79, that guy's a 76. How did we make it to the playoffs? And then I'll I'll, I'll go over that GM mode, of course, your, your uh, contract runs out. And I'll go, okay, I'll go over and run this team. They made the playoffs, and then that team just falls apart. And I look at their numbers, and I'm like, this is a really good team. Why didn't they win a game? Uh, all their chemistry numbers are good. I've got a little bit of everything I need. My goaltending's really good. I made sure all of their, uh, you know, they're all in a good mood. They all feel good. They're all well rested. Doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, eventually it just, it alienated me. The game, the game found a way to push me away where I was like, I don't enjoy this anymore. Um, I don't feel like playing all 82 games, which is what I used to do with the old games. Back, especially NHL 2007, I would play all 82 games in the season. And I would I would obsess on it and I would not lose a game. I was like, I'm not losing a game. If I'm losing a game, then I'm going to uh stop the game and reload the file and play it again. Um I remember actually remember with NHL two thousand four, I couldn't beat the islanders. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't beat the island. It was the most weird thing. I couldn't beat the islanders and I I was so mad. I had a really good team. The Islanders did I couldn't beat the Islanders. Didn't make any sense. <sighs> but anyways. That's my experience with EA, and I'm not sure they want to use that in a commercial. I'm, I'm not sure that there's anything that I've said here that would work in a commercial. So anyways, guys, there you go. Uh, me after what I consider the real night one in the NHL. Like last night, there was two games on. Eh, six games though. That's more of a, an actual night one. Um, yeah, that's more of an actual night one. So anyways, uh, yeah. I'm as you can tell I'm I'm not overly upset with what happened with the Canucks tonight. I've, as soon as the Oilers made it 3 to 1, I went, "Oh, crap." Well, I know how this one ends. You let McDavid wake up, didn't you? Yep. And then it was over. All right, anyways, guys, I hope everybody's having a good week. Um, I I've started staying away from the news cuz it's just all just frustrating and whatever. So, yeah, I'm glad hockey's back. Now I don't have to worry about it. Thanks again for all your support, though, guys. Uh, thanks for watching my videos. Thanks for listening to this podcast. The 90 cents I got this month from this podcast really helps. Uh, the fact that this podcast costs me about, I think, with everything I do with this podcast, and then you f- factor in the website, I'm probably spending about $300 a year between this, this podcast and the website to get, keep everything going. I don't think I'm making that back with $0.90 cents a month. Yeah, I don't think I'm making it back, but it, that's it's fine. I'll get the entertainment guy to fix it. I'll, I'll blame it on him. All right. Thanks, guys, for all your support. And uh, I will do this again soon. Promise.